Welcome to the Roncast, where entrepreneurs find killer tips, techniques, and tools to start and growth hack any business. Brought to you by one of Canada's favorite business personalities, Ron Davies. Ron Davies. Enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back to the Roncast. I'm your host, Ron Davies. Please be sure to subscribe. I'm going to give you some pretty cool stuff here. And hey, what a crazy time this is. Wow, this whole COVID-19 thing. Um, I don't even know what to say. Most of what we've expected to happen with business and with things like the stock market has almost been the opposite of what we expected. Um we're going to go into this a little bit today. We've been talking about uh, COVID-19 business SOS and what you can do in your business or your startup to not only survive, but thrive in this difficult time. And honestly, um, I would have expected, as would many others, for the stock market to take a turn down towards depressing and uh, not just recession, let alone rise the way it has. Um, I would expect business to be off. Yet I have a friend that owns a car dealership and he said the last month has been his most productive month in almost two years. Uh, There's crazy things going on. Um, What I'd like to do, if it's okay with you guys, is just try to take things down a few notches. You know, uh, people are stressed out. My daughter came over and visited me today. She drove about an hour on the highway She's spending her time at home with um, my 18-month-old granddaughter and her husband. Of course, everybody's out of work. And even though she's okay financially, certainly doesn't hurt to have a dad that has some wealth. Um, She's been really stressed out, um, as many are. There was a shooting in the Maritimes in Canada. Um, A young police officer was shot and she had children and uh, she's been shot and killed and my my concern is that these kinds of civil unrest are going to continue to go on so as part of our COVID-19 business SOS what I'd like to do is see if I can't dispense a little bit of common calming wisdom and share with you what I have Um, I would ask that if you don't already to get onto Facebook and Instagram and search for the Roncast and just um, like the page, follow me there and maybe I can help you to get through this. And the other side of that, probably just as important, is that I want to hear your voice and I want to take your message onto these podcasts so your message can get out to the world. Um, I would ask, you know, think about it in a sentence or two that you post in a comment or in a private message on Facebook to me at the Roncast on Facebook. Um, would you want to perhaps motivate people or inspire them or maybe bring them some kind of comfort? 
Uh, we've been doing some stuff with uh, Will Smith and quotes from Will Smith. And he's a very well-grounded individual, as you probably know. But what I'd like to do with you today is I found kind of a cool set of pieces of wisdom, pearls of wisdom. And believe it or not, this is advice from a farmer in New Zealand. <laughs> so don't dismiss it too quickly. You know, never judge the book by its cover. I'd like to for today to not have you concerned with marketing not have you concerned with your business, but to kind of step way back and look in on ourselves and on our lives and our families right now in all of this kind of turmoil that the COVID-19 thing has got going on. And I'm going to take you through these pearls of wisdom and just pay attention to them and don't necessarily try to see how they apply to you in a um, a literal way, but more in um, a figurative way. How do they apply to your life? So I'm going to go through these and then at the end, um, let's see where we are. So I call this advice from a farmer. The first piece of advice is your fences need to be horse high, pig tight and bull strong. Um, I don't expect that everybody out there is building fences, um, Sonia and I have a have a horse or horses, depending what day it is. And uh, I can understand this in a literal sense, but I try to look at it figuratively. You know, what does it mean to have fences in the first place? Fences are things that that either guard things from getting in or guard things from getting out. So when the farmer says your fence needs to be horse high, pig tight and bull strong, um, the fence is more than a single dimension, right? It has to be high enough for a horse and have the gaps filled in enough that a pig can't get through and strong enough that a bull can't knock down that fence. So think about that in terms of your family and how you protect your family from what's on the outside, not just how you protect your family physically during these civil unrest, these times of civil unrest, but how do you protect your family from things internally. Uh, the second piece of advice is keep skunks and bankers at a distance. Well, that one's self-explanatory really, isn't it? And the third one is life is simpler when you plow around the stump. Now, I don't expect that many of you are actually plowing a field, but you can imagine the farmer encountering a stump in his field when he plows it for, say, the first time. And imagine the amount of energy that the farmer and his plow would have to expend to try to remove the stump to get another square yard of ground to grow in and how much more easy it would be to just go around the stump and allow the stump to be there. So what does that mean philosophically or figuratively in your life? Well, we see a lot on Facebook and I've been guilty of it myself. You know, posts go up and the first thing you want to do is lash out at somebody because you don't agree with their opinion on the satellites or COVID-19 or whatever it is that's going on. And, and sure, it allows you to vent your ego and to be right. But a very wise friend of mine who happens to be a billionaire once said, well, Ron, um, you can be right or you can be rich. And I think that kind of applies to the stump here. And, and when he used the word rich because of who he is, he wasn't just talking about money. 
We can be rich in love. We can be abundant in family, abundant in joy, uh, just live rich lives. So when you encounter a stump in your life, does it make sense to try to jam the plow through the stump? Or can you just go around it as water goes around a stone in a stream? The water is completely intact once it goes around the stone and it just resumes its path. Really, all it did was take a little detour. Is there anything in your life? Is there is there a stump in your life right now that you are butting your head against because you need to be right? Maybe you need to let it go. Maybe we need to let it go and just go around that stump or just like the stream flow around the stone. The next piece of advice is a bumblebee is considerably faster than a John Deere tractor. Again, I don't expect that everybody has a tractor. We've got three of them here, but a bumblebee is faster than a John Deere tractor. That's one that you can probably figure out how to apply in your own life. Um, There's a few ways it would apply to mine, particularly, particularly because I am allergic to bee stings, (laughs) but moving right along. Uh, This is an important one, and this is one for the marketing mind. Listen to this. Words that soak into your ears are whispered, not yelled. Words that soak into your ears are whispered, not yelled. Think about those intimate moments with your loved one or with your child. Some of the most important messages that you've shared with the most important people that you're dearest with have been whispered words. It could be pillow talk with a loved one or comforting a child when they've fallen and scraped their knees. These are very important. Words that soak into your ears are whispered and not yelled. About 10 years ago, I used to be pretty prevalent on the marketing conference circuit. And one of the things that I did was a catchphrase that said, In a world where marketers are yelling, people will lean in and listen if you speak softly. And I really believe that. And a lot of the marketing that Rick and I did was whispered marketing. It wasn't shouting to be above the din. We had people lean in and listen. In fact, we had over 500,000 subscribers um, on our email list to what we were doing. Um, So words that soak into your ears are whispered, not yelled. The next one is meanness doesn't just happen overnight. So when you encounter a mean dog or a mean person, think and realize that they didn't become mean this morning or today. They probably encountered a lot of hardship and a lot of abuse. And you've probably also heard the saying that there are no such thing as bad dogs, only bad dog owners. That could be true too. And this is a nice one. This is one of great wisdom. Forgive your enemies. It messes up their heads. When somebody says something or disagrees with something that you're doing or that you've had to say and they get nasty, just forgive them. Um, Sometimes they don't even know how to deal with it. They just leave you alone. It's a good piece of wisdom. And it goes along with this one. Do not corner something that you know is meaner than yourself. Think about cornering a badger. When I used to live in the Maritimes in Canada, I had a very big, big wraparound deck on the Cape Cod home I had. 
And I remember one night I heard a scuffle out there and my wife at the time said uh, she was quite scared with the noise. So I went outside and there was a very, very big male raccoon on my deck. And he was quite interested in a garbage pail that had the compost in it. And he looked at me like I wasn't even there. Um, It wasn't really even a look of disdain. He just was completely uninterested. And when I tried to shoo him away from spilling over my garbage pail, uh, he reared up and I realized I had done a very unwise thing. I had cornered this raccoon and I'll bet you that raccoon was 45 pounds. I've never seen one as big before or since, but I was lucky enough to get in through my door as he rushed me across the deck. So uh, I can speak to this because I did corner something that was clearly meaner than I was. The next one is, it doesn't take a big person to carry a grudge. In fact, I would say it's often the opposite. Do you carry a grudge with anybody or toward anybody? Are there people out there that carry grudges toward you? I'm pretty sure my ex-wife carries a grudge towards me and some of the people that have come into my path in a negative way that my old nickname, the bouncer, the bulldozer, I had to apply that. I'm sure there's grudges against me and I used to carry a lot of grudges and in a time like right now where we're having to cohabitate with people that are in our lives 24-7, it gets pretty easy to turn a molehill into a mountain and carry a grudge. But the reality is when you forgive someone, You're not forgiving them for them. You're forgiving them for yourself. It's quite liberating. So why carry a grudge, right? Um, Another important one, especially with children, is you cannot unsay a cruel word. You cannot unsay a cruel word. When I was a kid, we used to say, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Boy, is that ever wrong, isn't it? We all know people that have been hurt by words, sometimes our own words. Sometimes the best thing to do when somebody has you steaming mad is to just walk away and cool off. Because if it's somebody you care about, and maybe if it's somebody you don't care about, you have to remember that you can't unsay something. And now that we have social media, everything that you put on social media can't be undone. Once it's there, it's there. When we were kids, uh, when I was going through school, if there was somebody in school that we bullied or that was getting bullied, those kids could go home from school and the bullying day was over. But now when kids get bullied, they get bullied at school and then they get bullied in social media as well. Any wonder these kids have such a hard time now. The next line is, every path has a few puddles. And that's an interesting one, isn't it? I've always told people that the only path to success is along the stepping stones of failure. Well, I think here the puddles are the stepping stones. And every path to getting to what you want to be, doing what you want to do, it's going to have some challenges. You're going to get your feet wet. And that's okay. Bob Marley has a great quote. And I think it goes something like this. Some people feel the rain. And others just get wet. What does that mean to you? Some people feel the rain and others just get wet. I love to be out in the rain. I love to turn my face up to the sky and have the rain fall on me and experience the rain. It's a remarkable thing when you allow it to be something more than just getting wet. The next one is when you wallow with pigs, 
expect to get dirty. So you can spend your time wallowing with pigs or you can choose to soar with eagles. Really, it's a decision that we all make. And Lord knows I've done both. And the least productive one and the most hurtful one is probably wallowing with pigs. The next one is the best sermons are lived, not preached. Well, I don't know if you go to church, um, but you'll know that in church you can hear the preacher and generally they have really good stories that you can learn things from. But it's the actual living of those things that really makes a difference. That's the ones that make them take root in your life. Most of the stuff people worry about isn't ever going to happen anyway. Now, my mom, I love her. She's my mom. She's in her 80s now. I think she's turning 83 in about two weeks. She worries about everything. And when she calls me, she's worried about me. And I say, Mom, what are you worried about me for? I live an abundant life. I'm surrounded with love. I live in a a big, beautiful home that backs onto the forest. We have toys to entertain us and good times together. Well, maybe not during COVID-19, but you don't have to worry about me. There's nothing to worry about. And if you need to worry about something, here's how you do it. You worry really hard. You worry about something as hard as you can for 10 minutes. And then you stop worrying because worrying after 10 minutes isn't going to make any difference. Now, we both know the truth is worrying doesn't make any difference at all anyway. But, hey, we're human and sometimes we worry. So maybe try that next time. You're worried about a loved one or you're worried about your job or what the heck is going to happen with this whole COVID-19 thing. Just worry as hard as you can for 10 minutes and then let it go and find something positive and beautiful in your life for the day. (laughs) And here's a really good one. Don't judge folks by their relatives. (laughs) Don't judge folks by their relatives. At my brother's house, he just lives about five kilometers up the road from me. That's about three miles or so. Um, He's got a sign on his entrance door and it says, friends always welcome, relatives by appointment only. (laughs) I always thought that was funny, but there is some truth in it. You know, we can't choose our family. (laughs) And some of us have family that, well, you know, they're a little off and I've always been kind of a a bit of a black sheep in my family and good grief. I hope the rest of my family doesn't get uh, judged by me. (laughs) And here's one that's important. Well, my wife, my lovely wife, Sonia, when her and I have a difference, um, if it should ever get heated, well, those that know me know I'm pretty passionate. And if we have a heated discussion, generally she gets quiet and I get louder. And the lesson that I've learned among the many lessons I've learned from her, God bless her is that silence is sometimes the best answer. Sometimes the best thing to do is to not say anything at all. And maybe this ties into the one that we talked about a little bit earlier, where we said you cannot unsay a cruel word. Well, early in our relationship, way back when we started, I probably had a few cruel words. I don't do that anymore. (laughs) Live a good, honorable life. And then when you get older and you think back, You get to enjoy your life a second time. You get to think back on it and smile and glow warmly and recall the beautiful events in your life and the beautiful people and the beautiful animals and the things that you've done because you lived with honor and integrity and dignity. Don't interfere with something that isn't bothering you. We do this a lot on Facebook, don't we? We kind of get involved in other people's dirty laundry and We opinionate and, hey, you know what? That's what the ego wants to do. The ego 
wants to set itself above all the other egos. But you know what? The ego is seldom right. So don't interfere with something that isn't bothering you. And this is an interesting one. Timing has a lot to do with the outcome of a rain dance. (laughs) Think about that. Timing has a lot to do with the outcome of a rain dance. Sonia and I went to Mexico a few times. And we were at a pyramid there that the Mayans built called Chichen Itza. And uh, the Mayan um, high priests would go up on this pyramid. And they knew the stars and the constellations so well that when there was going to be an eclipse, these guys would go up there and wave their arms and appear to cause the eclipse. Well, the Mayans very rarely ever had to go to war. They had such a powerful knowledge of the constellations that their enemies feared and revered the Mayans because they believed the Mayans were causing these eclipses. But the eclipses were really a matter of timing, weren't they? So that's what it's about. Timing has a lot to do with the outcome of a rain dance. Now here's a great piece of advice. If you find yourself in a hole, the first thing to do is to stop digging. So if you found yourself getting caught up for something wrongdoing you've done, just stop lying, right? Just stop it and face it and be accountable. It's so liberating. The next one is sometimes you get and sometimes you get got. Well, we've all been in a bad deal, haven't we? (laughs) And we've all been in deals maybe where we've done really well. Sometimes one happens and sometimes the other. You just got to let it go. How about this? The biggest troublemaker you'll probably ever have to deal with watches you from the mirror every morning. You are your own biggest troublemaker, aren't you? Aren't I? Aren't we? (laughs) Now, here's some just sound advice. Always drink upstream from the herd. (laughs) That's just good, isn't it? And good judgment comes from experience. And a lot of experience comes from bad judgment. Think about it. You know, you'll see a child will will go to touch something and you'll say, don't touch that, it's hot. And of course they touch it, they burn their hands. Well, that was bad judgment. And that bad judgment, when they burn their hand, turned into an experience. And from that experience, the next time comes good judgment. We've probably done that with paint on a park bench, right? There's a sign that says, "Don't, uh, don't touch wet paint. And then people touch the paint. (laughs) We're funny that way, people. How about this? Letting the cat out of the bag is a whole lot easier than putting it back in. What does that mean to you? To me, that's about truth. That's telling me that it's far better to come clean and tell the truth than it is to try to pile lies on top of lies. How about this? If you get to thinking you're a person of some influence Try ordering someone else's dog around. (laughs) I remember when I left a a job at Xerox many years ago. And I said, they can't fire me. Nobody else around here knows what they're doing. And my boss said, if you have your hand in a bucket of water and take your hand out of the water, how long does the hole stay there where your hand was? Well, he was right. And that was a blow to my ego. But boy, did I get a piece of wisdom from that. This is one of my favorites. Live simply, love generously, care deeply, speak kindly, and leave the rest to fate. 
Live simply, love generously, care deeply, speak kindly, leave the rest to fate. Now, how about this one? Don't pick a fight with an old man. If he's too old to fight, he'll just kill you. <laughs> That's kind of funny, you know, being kind of an old retired warrior myself. Um, part of the warrior's prayer, part of the warrior's concern is that there comes a time in a warrior's life when he's so old that other warriors no longer fear him. But there's a hook to that. An old warrior still knows treachery. And like this says, don't pick a fight with an old man. If he feels he's too old to fight, he'll just kill you. Now, I don't know how that goes figuratively, but I'm sure you can find a way to make that fit your life. And this is the last one. Most times, everything just comes down to common sense, which is the least common form of sense there is. So I wanted to kind of take you guys through this and allow you to get to up to 80,000 feet to look down on your life and your loved ones and your families and your friends, you know, during this kind of difficult time and, and help you find a way to be less anxious, to be less judgmental, to be less critical, and most of all, to allow yourself, be patient with yourself, allow yourself some latitude, all right? Be good to yourself. If you've ever got on an airplane and they do that safety briefing at the beginning, they always say you have to put your own oxygen mask on before you help somebody else with their mask. And there's a lot to that. That's not just literal. It means that if you don't take care of you, whether you're a mom or you're a wife or a husband or a friend, if you don't take care of you, you really can't take care of anybody else right? So take care of you. And if you get stuck, please come on to the wrong cast on Facebook or the wrong cast on Instagram and drop me a note. I'm always a pair of ears because, hey, we live all over the world. But if there's one thing I've learned over the years is that we're all in this together, right? We need to share the love and the kindness. There's enough to go around. We don't need to keep it and hold it close to our chests. So just reach out. There's always somebody ready to help with whatever it is. And, and I commit to you that I will do what I can. So for today, that's it for the Roncast. I'm your host, Ron Davies. If you need something, reach out. You can go to theroncast.com. You can find the Roncast on Facebook. You can find it on Instagram. You can email me, ron, at theroncast.com, and I will respond to you. You take care of yourself. Take care of your loved ones. And we're right back on the marketing bandwagon very soon. Take care now. That's it for this episode of the Roncast. Be sure to subscribe and tune in again for killer tips, techniques, and tools to growth hack any business. We hope you've enjoyed the show.